Hello, and welcome to the Autism News Network podcast, episode six. This is a bonus episode featuring Clay Syme and Josh Miller together. We are going to cover a couple of hopefully fun topics because we are um, realizing in the moment that these uh, young men have some um, interests in common. We want to take advantage of that um, and get some expertise about a couple topics. Um, Josh, Clay, welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Hey. Thanks for being here. Um, yeah, when we sat down, we just kind of put together that you guys are both huge Star Wars buffs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, do you have any particular film in, that's your favorite? Uh, not particularly. I don't have a favorite. I don't like to have favorites in anything, really. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I was always a fan. My favorite ones were Rogue One. Mm. Were Rogue One and yeah. um, and then Revenge of the Sith. I okay. really loved seeing how the rise of how Anakin was seduced and became Darth Vader and then yeah. Rogue One was just really really awesome I was like seeing how the non-force people you yeah. know you know fought without you know the without Jedi assistance you ever gotcha. watch uh, the Clone Wars series that came out I did both yeah, of them that and the Gindy Tarkovsky micro series that came out in what oh 03? yeah forever ago yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Do you have any favorite scene from like all the series? Well, if we're talking Rogue One, I think that the Vader hallway scene's gotta gotta take yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, it had to have to be the Clone War series that you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I love the Mortis arc because you got yeah. to see the spiritual side of it with the father, son, mm-hmm. and daughter. Eat the father representing balance, son representing you know darkness, and the daughter representing light. The and the gen, the general Krell saga. Bear with me. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Umbara, Umbara. Yeah, the Umbara yeah. saga because that was almost like Apocalypse Now in Star Wars. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, quite so. dark. Um, I really liked uh, because I feel like I do like the the story of, of Anakin falling to the dark side and how, what does it take to to turn a person. But I feel like, crazily enough, that the Clone Wars series did a much better job of showing Anakin's... Uh, dec- well, they had more time. Yeah, I mean... They had a lot more time to do it, so I, I found that that was a lot more intriguing for me in that than it was even in, like, Revenge of the Sith and Attack of the Clones, to where it was... Because you were able to explore that a lot more. You were able to, to see him, and it's it's not some horrible monster uh, uh, aspect of his personality. It's It's him caring for everybody and caring too much, and... Uh, he was being seduced. Willing, being willing to sacrifice everything just to help the people that he really cares about. Yeah. And Palpatine, unfortunately, played on that and seduced him. Palpatine will play on anything. <laughs> and then or the um, in the Lost episodes that Netflix did, um, yeah. uh, my favorite one out of that one would have been the, the Order 66 one. Um, yeah. Oh, poor Fives. Yeah, Fives and Tups, you know, accent, yeah. his, his inhibitor chip accidentally malfunctioned and he wanted to trigger gotcha. Order 66 too soon. And, you know, yeah. so Palpatine had to go and try and stop him, you know, because it was too soon. He couldn't have the Jedi know about it until it was the perfect time. Yeah. So that was kind of sad. I was mixed on that that a little bit just because um, the Jedi gets it's so close, so tantalizingly close to discovering the plot. Yeah, I know, just, they they're were. They're just so oblivious sometimes. <laughs> it's just like, oh, this is some weird Geonosian tech. How'd that get in there? Oh, well, I guess it was just some random Sith Lord. Let me no. not look into that too much. Yeah. Or, another one, or another one, like the perfect, like, you know, right when the Clone War started. Yeah they have the army oh yeah this army popped out of nowhere it just Let's out of just nowhere it. and it's just yeah. use it i mean in clones no less and you know i'm i'm sure there's an honest explanation for you know how these three million some you know clone troopers yeah. are 
right when we needed them. <laughs> so do you, do you guys well, have... Diaz did it, didn't he? Yeah, do you guys have your Disney Plus subscription on? I also? do not. No. I'm waiting until uh, probably The Clone Wars comes out in February. So you haven't, might... you haven't watched the... You don't have yours, Josh? No, because no, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm cheap. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I mean, and you know, I'm not going to get it right now. And mm-hmm. to be honest with you, right, I just got CBS All Access last night. Okay. And I'd rather see the the Picard show, you yeah. know, on, from Star Trek that's coming out in January twenty third. I'd rather see gotcha. that first than the Mandalorian. Yeah, what are you guys hearing about the Mandalorian? I uh, heard that it's good. It's a good balance between classic Star Wars and a more gritty Western feel. That's what I've I, heard. Yeah, I watched the first episode and a half, and man, that, the first half of the first episode, to be honest, was just boring because it was like a lot of setup. Mm. You know, and see, and that's what I'm afraid and of. And nothing <laughs> happened. And then finally at the end, the plot gets twisted. Have you heard about the end of the first episode? Like, no. Okay. I know it's got baby Yoda. I know it's got a yeah. baby um, Yoda-like species in it. Yeah. That's the only thing I know. About yeah, exactly. That's what I saw. And and at that oh, point, spoiler warning, by the way. Yeah, yeah, that's a spoiler alert. But <laughs> at that point, I was hooked. So so you guys are young and you haven't uh, aged into your own wisdom yet. So and because you have no love for episodes four, five, and six. Uh, I like the original trilogy. Yeah. No, I do. I mean, because you got to keep in mind, um, when I first got hooked on Star Wars, yeah, as um, when they were redoing the mm-hmm. original trilogy. That's all there was when we were younger. In the right. 90s. So I think in 1990, what was it, 7, I think, yeah, or 6? Yeah, Phantom Menace. No, that was 99. In yeah. 1996, or 97, it was 96 or 7 or something, I don't know, it was the mid-90s, and George Lucas decided to, to air episodes 4, 5, and 6 um, a New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi, but he remastered them. Oh, that's right. With, with technology that was state of the art for the '90s. Mine wasn't even that. I, we just had some old VHS tapes. And yeah, I, but that's how I watched it. Yeah, yeah VHS I, I, tapes. I found the old, the, some old VHS tapes that we had in the '90s and just watched watched the heck out of those. Yeah. Do you guys remember? I, you were talking about driving earlier, Clay, in an earlier episode. Mm. Do you remember those bikers in Return of the Jedi in the forest? Oh, yeah, no. And were you talking let's about just, reaction time? Let's just go, you know, 200, 300 miles per hour <laughs> yeah. in the forest. So that, that'll work. I mean, it worked out really well for them, honestly. Would, 10 out of 10 would do again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like splat. But the it's sound. Like kaboom, man. The, yeah, the sound of those machines were awesome. So, mm. yeah, that was. And that was my favorite episode, to be honest with you, out of the original right? trilogy, was Return of the Jedi. Yeah, the uh, Ewoks. Empire Strikes Back for me. The Ewoks, you know, I didn't yeah. really care for the Ewoks. Um, I thought yeah. Yeah, that was obviously a cash grab for the kids to yeah. make toys. But <laughs> so I remember the yeah, Return of the Jedi came out when I was like ten years old, and it was just about the biggest thing that had ever happened to my world at mm. that point. I mean, it was massive. Um, I saw Star Wars in the theater when I was four or something, but I hardly remembered it. And then Empire Strikes Back, I don't even remember seeing that one. Mm. It's more serious, but uh, but yeah. So you guys are really here. And a, a, you know, aware during a wonderful Star Wars Renaissance, mm. it's really great. It's it's okay. It's hit or miss sometimes, but yeah. uh, on the on the on the whole, it's a, it's a good thing. Yeah. Now, did you guys? I, you, you just worry about how far they're going to take it, right? I like I worry that you know we get we get you know another five years down the line and they've you know just been pumping stuff out and you you gotta you gotta worry about quality over quantity at some point. Yeah, that's right. Did you guys like Solo or Solo was good. It was yeah. overshadowed by. Uh, uh, Last Jedi. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which was not very po- which was very divisive, I should say. It was actually popular with some people. Yeah. So it was just very divisive. Um, I didn't think Last Jedi was that bad. 
I didn't either. Like, you have people who love it. You have people who hate it. I feel like it has its weaker parts, Mm -hmm. and it's definitely one of the weaker installments. But it wasn't... Personally, it I thought Phantom Menace was worse than yeah. Last Jedi. Jar yeah. Jar Binks it was can, just brutal. It can be. A, it can. It, yeah, they both have their their moments. Yeah, and Josh, As, what, it's a it's a, it's a Leia quote. You know, is uh, you look at some of the the weaker installments, and it's like you do have your moments. Not many of them. Yeah. Well, when you got a franchise that big, yeah, you're, you're obviously have some yeah. You, it's just it's, it's going to be impossible not to have a weak one. For sure. Yeah. But yeah, about Solo is uh, yeah. I, I felt like. It had that against it to where everybody was still freaking mm-hmm. out over The Last Jedi. And um, it's not a Star Wars saga film. So people right. went in expecting a saga film. And Solo's not a saga. It's it's it, an action movie set in the Star Wars Yeah, universe. it's kind of like a backstory. It's a heist movie in the Star Wars universe. Gotcha. It's not a saga film. I so see. if you go in expecting you know, these grandiose space battles and lightsaber duels right. and you get a heist movie and it's just yeah. like, well, what's this? Well, that's, that's solo. That's what it's there for. It's not there to be a huge, you know, saga film. Yeah. It's there to, to give some backstory for one of the, the main characters of the original trilogy. And my opinion on solo is, you know, you could tell that, you know, they, they, you know, they're on their third director. I mean, you could tell that, you know, it just quality wise, it wasn't that it was a bad movie. My only big complaint with solo is that it suffered, especially the first 25% of the movie or so, it suffered from the same side effect of the Game of Thrones scene in the last season where the zombies were fighting in Winterfell, where it was just, the background was so dark. And I don't yeah. mean graphic-wise, I just mean it was literally dark. Like, you had to turn the brightness up on your TV yeah. to be able to see. And I felt like, you know, that was annoying. Because yeah. Solo suffered from that, especially in the beginning, you know, yeah. when he's after he joined the after solo joined the imperial forces you know and he's fighting on what Mimban or whatever it's called Mimban. it's really dark you're just starving for light yeah you can't really see and then right before that when he's on Corellia and that slug like you know creature that runs the um the um wherever she ran i can't think of it at the moment but it was also dark in that scene too and so that's just annoying to me yeah i want to be able to see i don't want to have to turn up the brightness on the tv that's more work than i want to do (laughs) absolutely and we're up against the timelines but i have just a couple more questions uh so a mandalorian is that boba fett or not no it's not is it um it depends on what book series i mean it depends on no the mandalorian is not boba fett though is, no, it, no, is it like no. his race or something? Or um... okay, so we're t- we got a couple different things. We have legends and more canon material. If you go by Disney canon, mm. then the Mandalorian is um, then the then the Mandalorian in the show Mandalorian, I believe, is actually a Mandalorian, which mm-hmm. is a group of humans from um, Planet Mandalore. From Planet Mandalore. You know, warrior culture. Yeah. More of a culture than it is anything else. Essentially, okay. they're like Vikings in space, mm. more or less. Because they look like Boba Fett, but they didn't. Ha- he didn't have the. He thing, has the Mandalorian jet. armor. Okay, armor. So he, uh, he, he, and his father. I'm not sure what the current canon is, but I know in Legends he's not Mandalorian. Okay, so in the canon. Disney canon. There you go. Disney canon. Okay. He's not Mandalorian. He just has the armor. Okay. But so it's some of the best armor in the galaxy. It really is. I mean, it looks. Yeah, and actually, one of the main scenes is he gets a Beskar. Yeah, he gets a payment of Beskar, I guess. Yeah. And the person melts it down. And it's like this five-minute scene where they melt it down, that cools, and they put it onto his shoulder, and then he rolls with that, and it's like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's really <laughs> intense. Um, all right, cool. So I have one more Star Wars question. Um, I've been trying to think of what that would be but i guess it's like um well also did um that also the one thing i liked about solo mm-hmm. 
is that it had a Back to the Future reference in it. Hmm. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. When Solo is flying in the mall, in the scene towards the end, where he's flying in the mall after he left Kessel, and he mentions needles. Yeah. You know, he's like he's saying hey, he was crazy or something. That is a reference to Back to the Future, yeah. in part two and three, because Needles was the guy that always called McFly chicken. Oh, that's hilarious. That raised him in part three, towards the end. So the writers are like, they're fans, and they're Apparently. they're being playful, and that's hmm. a great pickup on your part. Yeah, so my question is, um, let's say that you have um, a choice of one of two Star Wars characters that you have to uh, uh, go on a mission with, this is like a military mission uh, to rescue Princess Leia, and you're only allowed to have one. Are you going with Obi-Wan Kenobi or Yoda, and why? What time period are we talking here? Uh, no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. For me, um, I don't know. I mean, I was always fond of Yoda. He's just, yeah. I don't know. He's just, he was always the, I mean, he wasn't perfect either. He had his flaws, but I just really liked Yoda. He, he tried. His heart was always in the right place, and you know he just and he's wise because you know at nine hundred years old, you know you you would hope that he's you know gained mm-hmm. uh, gained intelligence. It was a little. If we're talking about rescuing Princess Leia, I'm assuming that we're either in between three and four, or yeah. after right around the Galactic Civil War era. Yeah. Uh, so Yoda's pretty decrepit <laughs> at this point. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, he is nine hundred years old. He has yeah. all the rights. In the galaxy to be decrepit, but he's yeah. pretty decrepit at this point. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with Kenobi just because a he's a little more um, alive at yeah. this point, yeah. and he's a little more uh, spry even in his right. old age. Um, like you got to remember that most of that that aging there is just Tatooine two sons, you know. It's right. Just the the double. You double age twice. Okay. Age, yeah, because yeah, he's not as old as he's, he looks. He's that's not. the funny thing. That's the, yeah. that's the crazy so, thing. So, so so I'm, I'm going to yeah. go with Kenobi because, yeah. A, he's a lot younger, he's still a Jedi Master, he's still a Jedi Council member, and I think, honestly, because he's a bit younger, he's going to have uh, more to, to give to the fight than Yoda would at that yeah. point. And number two, if we get into trouble, I always know that he's just going to sacrifice himself so that I can get away because there's precedent for that. Is so that right? That's, yeah. that's definitely my choice. Excellent, excellent. So at the peak of their powers, like taking time away... Are, Yoda. It, Every time Yoda's Yoda's more powerful. Yoda every time. Okay, that's wow. like that's like uh, Yoda and Palpatine, both of them whole another level. Okay, to everybody else. Okay, gotcha. Well, that was educational for me. I mean, I as you can tell, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, but um, you guys have an extensive depth of knowledge, and we need to do this again. Oh and, yeah. And I know you guys both also like World War II, so maybe we can have you guys come back and we can talk about um, some of that history. Sure. Um, but this has really been a pleasure. So, Josh, thanks for being here. And, Clay, thanks for being here for Episode 6 of the Autism News Network. And we thank you as the audience for joining us. And we look forward to talking again with you soon. Thank you. <laughs>